0: You are listening to the Keith Craft Podcast. Get ready to think better and be encouraged through weekly episodes created with you in mind. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I've always been fascinated by leadership. In fact, it started at a very early age for me. And I can remember specifically being in church and being challenged by the Word of God to lead myself. To follow God. And by the time I was nine years old, I really felt like that I had a, a call of God on my life. In other words, I, I knew I wanted to spend my life helping people become everything that God had created them to be. Later on, I called that helping people to reach their full God given potential. But ultimately, that started with me. And it was really a desire to be the best that I could be. And that journey for me started very early. I can remember, um, you know, in church, just almost every Sunday, going down to the altar, and my mother would come on one side, and my, my grandmother would come on the other side, and we would just pray, and I would cry out to God, and the pastor would pat me on the head, and he would say, wow, what's going on with him? And my mother didn't know, and my grandmother didn't know, my mama and I didn't know. I just knew that there was this hunger on the inside of me to not only know God, but to to know myself, to want to help other people to know God and to know their self and to ultimately reach, again, what I would call later their full God-given potential. So what I wanted to talk to you about was the art of self-leadership, really leading yourself into 2020 and taking responsibility for leading yourself. And it's so important. I'm just going to drop some nuggets in this podcast because I'm so passionate about leadership. And uh, the first thing that I want to tell you is that leading yourself is the hardest thing you'll ever do and the most important thing you'll ever do. So it's the most difficult thing you'll ever do, and it's the most important thing you'll ever do. I love what Eleanor Roosevelt said. She said, in the long run, we shape our lives and shape ourselves. The process ends only when we die. And the choices that we make are ultimately our own responsibility. So really leadership, self-leadership, the art of self-leadership is choosing to lead yourself, choosing to, to, to be a person that because you aspire for excellence, and I think early on I didn't understand that, but I really did aspire for excellence. I, I wanted to achieve excellence which demanded that I lead myself. And so uh, just this art of self-leadership, leading yourself into 2020. I'm reminded of an Anglican bishop in Westminster Abbey that in 1100 AD inscribed on his tomb was the, were these words. When I was young and free and my imagination had no limits, I dreamed of changing the world. As I grew older and wiser, I discovered the world would not change. So I shortened my sights somewhat and decided to change only my country. But it too seemed immovable. As I grew into my twilight years, in one last desperate attempt, I settled for changing only my family, those that were closest to me. But alas, they would have none of it. And now as I lie on my deathbed, I suddenly realize if i had only changed myself first, then by example, I would have changed my family. From their inspiration and encouragement, I would have then been able to better my country. And who knows, I may even have changed the world. Again, leading yourself is driven by a desire to to not only be the best you you can be, not only a spirit of excellence, but it's driven by a desire, I think, to make a difference. And in my own study of leadership, um, I wrote extensively about leadership in my book, Your Divine Fingerprint, The Force That Makes You Unstoppable. And in chapter six, I talk about your leadership. James McGregor Burns says that leadership is one of the most observed and least understood phenomena on the earth. And I, I really do believe that. I really do believe that that people don't really always know what leadership is. And therefore, they don't know how to lead themselves, but they know when they see leadership. So again, just some just some nuggets, just some things that I want to drop that hopefully will help you. And first of all, even give you your own definition of what leadership is. But here's some of my thoughts. Leadership is learning, first of all, from the greatness of other people. I believe that's where leadership starts because there's only two kinds of leaders. I really do believe that there are born leaders, natural born leaders. There are people that are born with a natural gift of leadership And then I believe that there are situational leaders. Now, I know some people believe, they don't believe that there are actually leaders that are born. Well, again, let's just qualify it. And that is that there are people that are born with a leadership gift, just like there are people that are born with a kinesthetic gift. Uh, They have an ability very early to, just as as maybe from an athletic perspective, uh, to to play, you know, baseball well or play football well or it just seems like it comes natural for them. Instinctive is what I would call it. Uh there are people who have spatial type leadership gifts. They're very good at drawing. They they didn't learn to draw, they discovered that they could draw. They were gifted. Um there's people that have all kinds of different gifts that they're born with. My dad was very mechanical. I mean, I I never saw him look at an engine that he couldn't fix. I never saw him look at something that was broken, that he didn't feel like that he could find a solution, uh, for, for fixing that broken thing. And so I didn't know early in life that I was, was a natural born leader, uh, through the years I've developed that gift because that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, but i also had this insatiable hunger and so for me leadership started from learning from the greatness of other people i had an uncle who uh, had a massive library i talked about this um in my sort of welcome to our to our to the keith craft podcast but uh, i was so inspired by his library that I thought, you know what, someday I'm going to have a library in my home. Why would that have inspired me? Because I was hungry. So again, leadership is learning from the greatness of others. My my own personal library now is filled with some of the best leadership books that have ever been written. I've been a student of leadership thinkers and gurus like Peter F. Drucker, Ken Blanchard, Warren Bennis, Stephen Covey, Dale Carnegie, James M. Cazos, uh, Barry Posner, uh, Max Dupree, John Cotter, uh, Thomas J. Peters, Jim Collins, Malcolm Gladwell, I mean, W. Edwards Deming, Marcus Buckingham, Tom Kelly, Daniel Goldman, Brian Tracy, Mandino, Bill George, Marshall Goldsmith, Dennis Waitley, early in my life, Norman Vincent Peale, Napoleon Hill, uh, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, of course. Uh, John Maxwell, and so I, I mentioned these authors because, as I begin to dive in based on my own hunger for personal growth and development, uh, I begin to not only identify with many of these great thinkers, many of these thought leaders, but uh, but I begin as I begin to read them, read read what they had written. I was reading the best of them. And that's what's so beautiful about learning from the greatness of others because you can pick up a book. And let me just tell you something. If somebody has a book that's in print, then that is a book not only that you can learn from and grow from, but you can, you're, you're reading the best of what they have to say because it's in a book. It's published and, uh, and it's, it's, it's almost free. I mean, you know, to, to pay the price of a book is to get the experience of someone else without having to experience it on your own and learning from the experiences of other people. And that's why that readers are leaders. Uh, And when you begin to learn from other people, then you're learning from their greatness. So leadership is learning from the greatness of others. Leadership uh, next is a way of thinking first that determines a way of being, that becomes a way of doing. So again, I talk about how everybody has a philosophy of life. And your philosophy of life can be boiled down to three things. It's how you think, it's how you be, and it's how you do. And leadership is that same way. It's a way of thinking. It determines a way of being as a person that becomes a way of doing. The way that you think about God, yourself, others, and everything will determine how you will be and how you are as a person, how you think about God will determine your whole philosophy of life. If you think God is real, then you're going to believe that you were born for a purpose. If you don't think God is real, then your sense of purpose will be shaped by some other type of belief. But how you think about yourself will shape your being as it relates to your self-image and your self-esteem. How you think about others will determine your attitude towards them. Your attitude, which springs literally from your being, will affect everyone and everything in your life. So, the way I like to say it, it's a leadershipology. It's your attitude is the hinge that the door of your destiny swings on. And that is grown or nurtured in the being of who you are, which stems from how you think. So, ultimately, your attitude is you. Who you really be, if I can say it that way, as a person, will manifest in your way of doing life. Your attitude, your behaviors, and the actions that you take all start with how you think. So again, leadership is a way of thinking, it's a way of being, that determines a way of doing your life. And then leadership is the capacity of an individual to discover his or her passion, develop your vision, and deploy your greatness that elevates you personally and creates the ability for you to be empowered to help others do the same. So again, if I can just say it in a very simple way, leadership is the capacity of you. And as you discover your passion, as you develop your vision, as you begin to deploy your greatness, it not only will elevate you personally, but it will create an ability for you to be empowered to help others do the same. So leadership, again, is is the capacity of you. It's the capacity of your your thinking, your being, your doing. It's the capacity of your passion, your vision, your greatness. It's the capacity for you to personally grow and develop yourself that will empower you to help other people do the same. So again, I'm talking to you about what leadership is because sometimes it's very hard to define. It's not some kind of position that you have. It, it really starts with, with again, your, your ability to identify thought leaders and to, to personally grow and learn from them. It's your ability to, to take ownership of your own thinking, your being and your doing. It's your ability to understand that you have a capacity to personally grow yourself, and in the process of that, through your own passion, that will open the door for the vision that you have in your life. Like a lot of people say, well, what comes first, passion or vision? Here's what I'll tell you. If you have no passion, you'll have no vision. If you have no passion for your marriage, you'll have no vision for your marriage, if you have no passion for your business, you have no vision for your business. So I believe that passion comes first, then vision, then you have a chance at greatness. And only leadership, your, your ability to lead yourself, to lead your passion, to lead your vision, to lead your greatness, to lead your thinking, to lead your being, the person, your attitude, who you are, to lead what you do, those things are in essence leadership. Another one is leadership is discovering that when you change what needs to be changed for the better in you, you gain the power to change what is around you. So when we talk about leading yourself into 2020, it's understanding that, hey, who are you learning from? Uh, I listed some of the people that I've learned from through the years and continue to learn from other people. In fact, I make everybody my teacher. Truly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But where I'm headed, for where I'm headed, I want to learn from great thought leaders. And then I want to lead my own thinking, lead my own being. Who am I going to be as a person? Lead my own way of doing the life that I dream about and that I want to live. And then leadership is the capacity of every person, every individual, to discover their passion, to develop their vision, to deploy their greatness so that as you are elevated personally, you have the power to help others do the same. But then it's also discovering that when I lead myself in personal growth and development, when I lead myself in change, in changing what needs to change for the better in me, again, I create this power to change The things on the outside, like a lot of people have a sense of hopelessness, that things will ever get better in their life or things will never change in their life because they don't realize that the only way you gain that kind of what I call godfidence, that type of confidence, that type of transformational power is if you realize that only you can change you. God can't even change you. You have to be willing to change you so God, in other words, repent literally means to change your mind. So you have to change you before God can change you and you have to open up your mind. And I talk a lot about God because I'm a a leader, but I'm a spiritual leader as well. So again, let's, let's continue. Leadership is the art of ruling yourself, ruling your spirit. Ruling your soul, ruling your body. There's a scripture in Proverbs 25:28 that says, Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Ruling your own spirit is inside out living. It's a lifetime commitment of leading your mind, your thinking, your attitude, your being, and your body doing every day. It's it's guarding your heart. It's governing your mind. It's guiding your body to do what you want to do. It is the relentless correction and direction of yourself. Let me say that again. In ruling yourself, leadership is the art of ruling yourself. It is the relentless correction and direction of yourself. It is embracing a belief that there is no direction without correction. So be be that person, be that leader in in leading yourself into 2020 that you understand that I've got to receive correction so that I can receive direction. And by the way, if you'll correct yourself more, other people won't have to correct you. You know, little children need a lot of correction. Immature people need a lot of correction. But self-leaders work at correcting themselves so that they can direct themselves. If you can't correct yourself, you can't direct yourself. So if you need a lot of correction from other people, then you're gonna need a lot of direction from other people, and truly that's not leadership. So normal thinkers struggle with the direction in their life, they don't realize it. But just normal thinking people struggle because they don't correct themselves enough. If you don't have direction in your life, it's because you haven't been correcting yourself along the way. So if you will discover that you can correct yourself when you need correction, you will direct yourself when you need direction. And as Pierto Aretino said, I am indeed a king because I know how to rule myself. Well, a few more. Again, leading yourself into 2020. It's doing what you don't feel like doing when it needs to be done. So this is where leadership and maturity go hand in hand. You know you're maturing when you do what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, how it needs to be done. Leaders don't feel their way into an action. They act their way into a feeling. So you're leading yourself when you don't feel like doing what needs to be done, but you do it anyway. And I can tell you that I just even from a personal standpoint of working out, I never feel like working out ever. But I believe that God has given me my body to serve Him. I believe my body is the temple of God. So I work it out. And when it says, hey, I don't feel like working out, and it does, my feelings are subject to what I think. So my body is subject to what I choose to do with it. I don't believe the myth of following your heart. By the way, let me just say that very strongly to you. Don't follow your heart. God never intended for you to follow your heart. The Bible says that, that what, wherever your treasure is, your heart will follow that. So your heart, the Bible tells us, that your heart is a follower so kind of get rid of that mentality going into 2020 that you're going to follow your heart. No, start leading your heart. Leaders lead with their values. They don't lead with their feelings. And then their hearts follow that. Their feelings follow that. And our bodies are the same way. We have to lead the feel, not feel the lead. And so I want to just give you one more Leadership is doing the most important thing you can do every day. So when you think about 2020, what is the most important thing that needs to be done every day? Leadership is not doing the most important thing that you do every day. It's not only doing that, but it's also doing the hardest thing you'll ever do every day. We've already said it. The most important relationship you can cultivate on this earth is the relationship that you have with yourself. In fact, Jesus, who I believe was the greatest leader of all the time, of all time, said, Love your neighbor as yourself. You have to lead yourself to love yourself. And you have to love yourself by taking care of yourself. That's a whole nother subject. We'll talk about that later, but self-care. So when my children were growing up, I taught them about spaces, that your room is your space. It's a picture of the world in your future. And believe it or not, how you take care of your space is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. I would tell them, love yourself enough to know that you deserve excellence and that you know what excellence looks like. When they got cars, it was the same way. I would tell them, hey, your space is a reflection of you. Value your space because it's your space. Create the space that you want to live in. Then everywhere you go, you know that space can change because you are in that space. Leaders lead themselves to create spaces of success. And when you lead yourself, you create a path that becomes a trail for others to follow. Well, I hope this has spoken to you. And I just want to encourage you, as you lead yourself into 2020, remember this. We have the privilege. We live in a, we live in a world now in 2020, where knowledge is doubling every 73 days. Let me say that again. In 2020, knowledge is doubling every 73 days. So, so learn from the greatness of others. Learn from books. Learn about your field, people that have accomplished great things in your field of endeavor. Learn from thought leaders. Learn from great people. That's where leadership starts. It starts by following thought processes and availing yourself to other people's thought processes. Why? Because your own philosophy of life is going to determine how you lead, the way you think, the way you be, what you choose to do in your life. That's going to determine the way you, the way you lead. And then your capacity, your capacity for personal growth and development is going to give you the capacity to help others do the same. Your capacity to, to rule your own spirit your soul, your body, that's what working out is about. That's what dealing with your own emotions is about. Ruling your spirit, so, so important. And then understanding that there's greatness that you have to give. But until you learn that change starts, not on the outside, not, wow, I wish they would change. Wow, I wish he would change or she would change. I wish this would change. What will give you the confidence to change anything in the future on the outside in 2020 is that you're willing to change on the inside and therefore, as a leader, live inside out, not be a normal person that that allows your insides to be affected by what happens on the outside. So my encouragement to you is to lead well, my friend. Lead yourself well well, and I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keith Craft Podcast. For more information on personal coaching, masterminds, and other leadership resources, go to keithcraft.org. You can also stay connected by following at Keith Craft on all social platforms.